This morning on the third hour of today, Encore, Taylor Swift does it again, cheering on Travis Kelsey at the Chiefs game. This time bringing along some famous friends. We're live with the football frenzy. Plus, the fastest man in the world live in Studio 1A. U.S. sprinter Noah Lyles on his historic summer and looking ahead to the Paris Olympics. Then later in Start Today, Peloton instructor Tunde Oyunane is here to help us tone up with a workout you can do right in your living room. And I'm Cooking with Cal, sharing one of our family favorites that you can serve up tonight. That's all ahead today, Monday, October 2nd, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning and welcome to the third hour of today. I'm Chanel here with Dylan. Alan Craig have the morning off. So we have our friend, Weekend Today co-anchor Peter Alexander here with we us on this Monday morning. Like the old I know, days, I know. Right? that's true. That's true. Welcome back. Yes, did you guys have a good weekend? I did. I had a really fun weekend. Friday was Rusty's second birthday. Oh, I was in Nashville that morning, but we rushed back. Brian made the cupcakes, and I just he just captured this moment that's of, true. I mean, that's all you need. It was that's just all the five of us at home eating cupcakes after some pizza, and it was so just it's it what was he'll super remember. sweet. It exactly. just feels special. And then on Saturday, I was invited to speak at the Beyond Celiac Summit up in Connecticut. And it it felt so good to tell Calvin's whole story to a group Mm. of people that totally get it. Um, And I just, I, I just met so many people. I picked up so many, you know, new followers on Instagram Mm. that I now follow because they offer so many great resources. People give me so many great recommendations. I just want to say for anyone who's going through anything, reach out and find that community of Mm. people going through the same thing. It just takes the load off. I'm like re-energized to Mm. tackle this. That's good advice. That's just I just want to say that. I love Find that. your community. I love that. Yeah. How nice. about you? How was your weekend with your well, girls? There was no Saturday show this weekend because oh. there was golf. So oh, I right. was like, I was up to like at least 945. <laughs> I know. You're like, so aggressive. No, we had a good weekend. I got to be home with the girls yesterday. They actually wanted to do a project. So we made bags for people experiencing homelessness wow. in our neighborhood, yes. right? How proud was I that they came up with this, ran over to Target, got some socks and, oh, you know, got the Ziplocs and some all sorts of things, wet wipes and granola bars and all these things oh, so that because whenever you pull up to the corner, right, and there's a homeless person, the girls are like, Dad, what, what are you going to do? What do you do for them? Yeah. So, so now nice. we have something to Those give bags. that person. You two are just doing idea. something right. I well, tell you the what. The girls led the way. I'm proud of them for I that. Love that. Yeah. I and love that. I love that. Well, I just feel like such a disappointment because you guys know up until this marathon, all I do is run. Like yeah. it's How like many miles did you get in this? So we I was supposed to do 20 miles this weekend, Jeez. but we had rain and it was yeah. an issue. So How I got are your to like feet? 16. Like, are you starting to feel this? Yes. And my heels this morning, <laughs> I was like, what is happening? <laughs> your body's changing. Yeah, my whole body starting with your feet. So we'll see yeah. what happens. Next week I go down to 14 and Yosef okay. floor director is running with me. And he was like, man, 14 feels like a mile after yeah. all this. So there well, you go. Help the wellness. Keep, here we keep come. Keep it going. Yeah. Um, well, we all know what Taylor Swift did this weekend. You hear she, for the second Sunday in a row, attended a football game, spotted cheering on the Kansas City Chiefs. This time, she brought some friends along to mm-hmm. watch them play the New York Jets at MetLife Stadium. Emily Aketa was there, not with them, but you were there. Good morning. Uh, yeah, unsurprisingly, I kind of had to be there, right? Yeah, it's, you yeah, know what's so exactly. funny is I saw a video of her this weekend, or just a second ago when you showed her earlier this morning, and I saw the shorts that she was wearing, and yeah. I was like, ooh, those are cute. And then, no sold surprise, out. they were sold out. Yep. 
Yeah, that's just incredible. look at that. The game. It was like that much denim, right? Like that was, it, it didn't take much to produce yeah, those shorts. Sure and it went over everyone. Yeah. So, but it's yep. funny, I thought it was an original thought of mine to kind of find out where yeah. she got those shorts. Clearly not. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll say this night was tailor-made for Swifties and football fans alike. It was just four months ago when Taylor Swift performed three sold-out shows at MetLife Stadium. But last night she was there as a fan, and she did not arrive alone. It wasn't just any Sunday night. After a week of hype that transformed an early season football game into a blockbuster TV event, the Taylor Swift NFL takeover was complete. Her many, many fans welcomed to the game by our own Carson Daly with some help from the voice coaches. The singer cheering on Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey. The excitement started hours earlier with some fans not tailgating, but rather tailor-gating. I'm super excited, much more excited to see her than I am to see any of the football players. Inside the star-studded stadium, Swift spent time with Kelsey's mom, Donna Kelsey. The two arm-in-arm, with Donna wearing her son's number 87 jersey. Swift was flanked by famous friends, including Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively, Sophie Turner, and Hugh Jackman. Is it surreal to be able to see Taylor Swift in the same stadium as you guys? Yes, we're reading the same ad. Swift's rumored romance with the Chiefs star appearing to heat up after she stunned fans by showing up to Kansas City's Arrowhead Stadium the week before. Shout out to Taylor for uh, for pulling up. That was pretty ballsy. And once word got out that Swift would be attending, ticket sales for the Chiefs-Jets game quickly doubled and prices jumped from $80 to more than $170 in the days that followed, according to online marketplace TickPick. And the football world has been leaning into Swift mania. The Chiefs even exchanging friendship bracelets ahead of the game, which they won 23-20 with their famous fan in the stands. At MetLife, some couples bonding as their worlds collide. He's a Swifty and I like football now, so our two loves are merging. And don't expect the Swift effect to slow down anytime soon. Her album 1989, Taylor's version, is coming out later this month. And she's also bringing her Eras tour to theaters. Can I just say, I was sitting in the stands last night, surrounded by these diehard Jets fans. And you know what they were talking about? What? Is that Taylor Swift over there? Yeah, right. like no the, long, the, the long black sleeve, oh, is that her? Like, God. trying to figure out. Yeah. yeah, it was amazing to me. And they didn't put her on the Jumbotron, right? No, I didn't see her on the Jumbotron. I was a little disappointed I about that. I wonder if they were just trying to, for security's sake, not to show every, I mean, even right. right. It also was the Jets hosting. and. Okay. Okay, they didn't want Jets fans fan. to be distracted. Yeah, I just love that when she was at MetLife, they had like 217,000 fans over three nights. She's like, oh, this is just a small crowd. Oh, by yeah, 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 yeah. I've blown out a stadium She's like now done that multiple times at MetLife. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. All right. I, no, I wasn't really into the whole story, but as yeah. it like happens and it's playing out, I'm... I'm very you into it. Yeah. You're invested now. Thank you. I'm glad she's come over. We got you over to yeah, the right side. I'm, yeah. I'm in. Thank, Thank you, you, Emily. Well, speaking of music superstars, Beyonce is bringing her Renaissance World Tour to a screen near you. Hits theaters December 1st. I mean, we talked a lot about Taylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about Beyonce. I mean, these women are changing. They are yes. changing the game, if you will. I just saw this post um, this weekend. You know, I follow Beyonce's mom, Miss Tina Knowles. Um, and she reposted the New York Times. Listen to this. So obviously this whole thing has become an event, her tour. But it says by the close of her tour, by the close of its weekend, the tour will have generated an estimated $4.5 billion for the American economy. To put it in perspective, that's about as much as the 2008 Olympics did for Beijing. Like, so that's how much money they are cranking out on these tours. Can I just say that Uche, your husband's texting you in the middle of like, yeah, Robbie, he's, like he's like, honey, when you get back in the Yeah, I'm like, Uche, on I'm on television. Because yeah. um, he's not watching that. me. But no, anyway, but like, the point is. Beyonce could buy the Jets. They right? are like, just, yeah. both of them, they're just 
it's the year of the tour, I guess. It's true. All right. All right. Well, coming up, an important today's checklist. We are marking the start of Breast Cancer Awareness Month by clearing up some common misconceptions. Then later, look who's here. He's inside hey. now. U.S. sprinter Noah Lyles, a.k.a. the fastest man in the world. He is live in Studio 1A to talk about making sports history in under 10 seconds. We'll be back in a little bit longer. What's the secret, Noah? He went from outside to inside in 0.2 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Crushed it. This morning on today's checklist, we are marking the beginning of Breast Cancer Awareness Month by talking about how to assess your risk. It's so important because the disease affects one in eight women in the United States. And with us now is Dr. Marisa Weiss, founder and chief medical officer of BreastCancer.org, a nonprofit or- education and support organization. Dr. Weiss, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me again. You've been talking to us about this for many, many years. So we want to keep the conversation going. Absolutely. And I I feel like there are a lot of myths out there. Can we debunk some of those myths first? Mm, Absolutely. I mean, people think if it's not my family, I'm not going to get it. When the fact is, is that most people with breast cancer have no family history. Mm, mm. Up to about 10% of the time, there's a single inherited high-risk gene like BRCA1, BRCA2. 15% of the time, there's an inherited moderate risk gene, but 75% of people who have breast cancer don't have a family history, don't have a known inherited genetic mutation. Their breast cancer happened mostly through like the wear and tear, stress and strain of living. We call that aging. Mm -hmm. Then how you lead your life, sort of your weight, physical activity, what goes in Mm -hmm. on and around you, you know, your diet, drinking alcohol, you know, prolonged use of hormone replacement therapy or birth control pills. And we're learning more about the toxins in our environment that can influence our risk. And Dr. Weiss, the responsibility isn't just on the women, but on the men who love them, obviously, to be a part of this process. Absolutely. When we talk about some of the common misperceptions, one that you routinely hear is antiperspirant, that that would raise the risk of breast cancer. Is there anything to that? Right. There's no solid evidence linking antiperspirant use or bras to breast cancer risk. That's, I'm glad you cleared that up. I mean, a lot of people in the back of our minds, we hear that. Think yeah. about it. Yeah. What about uh, self-exams? What's the latest with that? And how do you know what to do? Yeah. So self-exams is when is your best way to know if there's something that's new and different that stands out, that persists. You want to let your doctor know. But just know that your breasts are naturally lumpy, bumpy. Mm-hmm. And bro- most of the breast lumps are benign, not cancer. 80% of the time, they're benign, not breast cancer. But even if your breast tissue is smooth and you don't feel anything funny... You still need to get your annual mammogram starting at age 40. Hmm. And if you are diagnosed with breast cancer, I mean, what does post-diagnosis life look like? Well, the good news is that we've got so many new advances. So more people are are, who are living beyond their diagnosis. In fact, the whole point of finding it early and treating it effectively is to give you that life afterwards. Mm -hmm. There are about 4 million women in the United States and, and men, too, who are living past their diagnosis. And it is... You know, it's a rough ride going through breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it can be very lonely. Uh, you need to take care of your mental health and you need to know what you need to know, you know, how to take care of yourself because we have to sort of be in charge of all that, you know, over the years. And mm-hmm. breastcancer.org, we're just issuing a report all about the survivorship. You know, I'm a 13-year survivor. My mother's mm-hmm. a 20-year survivor. I work every day to be as healthy as I can be. Mm-hmm. And I feel grateful. You know, I have seen my three kids grow up. Mm-hmm. I have three granddogs now. Mm-hmm. I even have a granddaughter. <laughs> 
Love you, Miki. And Aww. for sure, knowledge is power. Yes. You know, you really want to take the steps that you can to protect your precious life. So well good. said, Dr. Weiss. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Dr. Thank Weiss, you. Really appreciate mm-hmm. your being here. When we come back, the fastest man in the world is right here in Studio 1A, the world champion, Olympic medal winner, Noah Lyles. He's going to fill us in on his historic achievements and talk Paris 2024. Mm-hmm. Then later in Start Today, Peloton instructor Tunde Oyunane is here to show us how to tone up without a trip to the gym. Okay, we'll be right back. Well, it is not every day we get to say this. Our next guest is the fastest man <laughs> in the world. Noah Lyles is an Olympic medal winning U.S. sprinter. He won gold last month at the World Championships in both the 100 and 200 meter races. Well, now we get a glimpse into Noah's intense preparation and championship mindset thanks to the NBC Sports docuseries. It's called Untitled, the Noah Lyles Project. Noah, good morning. Nice good to morning. see you. Good morning. How does it sound to be introduced as the world's fastest man? That's got to sound pretty good. It's... It's about time. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we should, okay. We congratulate you. So when you were in Hungary at the World Championships, you won the 100 and the 200 meter. You called your shot. Where does that confidence come from when it's like literally fractions of a second to make the difference? Mm. Well, earlier I just said, it's about time. And <laughs> people would be like, oh, you know, why are you so cocky? It's like, no, I know what my ability is. What do you want people to take away after they watch? I really want people to understand that it's not one moment. It all takes hours and hours and sacrifices one thing in the docuseries you see your mom as a yeah. nervous wreck in the stands i can only i can only imagine what she's thinking in those moments she's watching you and she wanted to be there to make sure that we had all the resources we could mm. you love those moments when you see after the race right where you're hugging the family because oh, it's yeah. not about one individual on the track oh. it's about all the others behind you all right so in tokyo you got the 100 meter bronze okay now you're looking ahead nope, nope, to nope, paris nope. 200 meter bronze oh, 200 excuse me 200 meter <laughs> bronze right i got fast with my facts right <laughs> it's, it's all right it's all right it's all good so 200 meter bronze and then in paris you're focused on each of these races what is like what are you doing differently how is your sort of strategy or your thinking changed ahead of the next games you know uh, the strategy was made this year in 2023 that's why we went to world championships and we went after the double and the great part is we won it all (laughs) so it's not so much that we're changing so much it's that we're going to try and replicate the same thing maybe add a little bit more because you know, we know that we're faster and we have the, the strength to be able to do the double now. So it might just put a little bit extra work, but not too much because we already have the blueprint. So I hear you have some medals in your pocket. Do you walk around with hardware or is it just for us? I, I have. <laughs> As you should. It just <laughs> so like, happens. Oh, it just so happens to have. Around today. Is that the real deal? This is the real deal. And this is only one of three. You know, you, you announced that I won two, but I actually won three. We won the four by one as well. That's right. Okay. Wow. That's a Is rare deal for America. We've uh, <laughs> yeah. we've had some struggles in the four by one, but I just How like do you feel about the U.S. going into the Paris games? I mean, is this going to be a oh, good effort for us? Oh, we're in a very good position. Coming <laughs> off of 2022, where the World Championships was in the U.S., yeah. we basically won almost everything. <laughs> and we went to Budapest and basically, again, won almost everything. That's right. amazing. So, so we're in a good we're, position. We're I'm just on a really good streak. Yeah, you can, you can hold it. No, but this is clinking against your brain. Oh, yeah. It's just so beautiful. I, I mean, this is, I, all this it's hardware amazing. you've got is just... It's impressive. Drop so it, but before you leave us this morning, I just I found out about you that you love fashion as well. Yes. You were in Milan for Fashion Week. You uh, modeled with Hugo Boss. Yes. How was that? It was... Uh, 
random. <laughs> I mean, here we go. I Look love it. There he is. Did you have to like practice your walk? Yeah, you now, walk I didn't slow. have to practice the walk, but we had to practice the route. They had us going uh, upstairs, down ramps, oh, wow. downstairs, around the corner. It was a lot longer than just down and back. It's entertaining yeah. to see the fastest person in the world walk walking. really slow. Right? Yeah. Oh, it was hard too. <laughs> really? Yeah, they were like, we want you to walk with confidence, but not too informal, not too <laughs> mean. And I'm just like. Oh, this is a lot more than just There's running. There's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, with running. you go through TSA, so, you should just take that thing and be like, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, this was in my pocket. I know it's your downtime right now. You're, like, just taking off. You're not running yeah. for six weeks. But you're also indulging in a lot of milkshakes, right? Yes. Is that, is that your downtime snack? That is definitely my go-to celebration well, we, event. We've got I'm some milkshakes milk for you right now. Oh, oh wow. This, this is great. So this is for you. Nothing milk like a milkshake at night. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You can do that in the off season. <laughs> there you go. I don't Cheers. have an off season or an off season. I know we're like, so we need off season milkshakes. Yeah. Cheers. We're on season you. all the time, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> Noah, thank you so thank much you, for really watching. We're thank so thrilled yeah. for your success right now. Check out Untitled, the Noah Lyles Project, oh, episode one <laughs> and two, now streaming on Peacock. And of course, NBC is proudly your home for the 2024 Paris mm. Summer Games. I love that. I love that we are slipping on sipping on milkshakes and then with our I'm, next tease. I know. Yeah. We're talking about working out. Ooh, Coming up, Peloton star Tundeo Yunane is here to share simple moves we can all do at home to tone up our arms and our core. Clear the furniture away. You're going to do this with us if you want to. Coming up right after the break. And then coming up next, Jeopardy yeah, champ Amy Schneider is going to take us back to her historic run and try to stump us with some Today Trivia. We'll be right back. What's your go-to thing? It is a great time to start today and start today workout to kick off the week. We're focusing on toning our arms and our core. I mean, <laughs> here to show us how is Peloton instructor and best-selling author Tunde Oyunane. She is has six, one of six incredible women featured on the new October, November cover of Women's Health. You look amazing. Thank you. Uh, for their forces of fitness issues, celebrating women who are changing the industry for the better. I just want to look at that cover for just a moment. First of all, congratulations. Thank you so much. And tell me what it means. First of all, that's next level. That's um, but for all of you guys to be highlighted in a group of women who are changing how we think about fitness. It's not just leg warmers and doing grapevines. You know, nothing yeah. wrong with that. But you guys are so forward thinking. Well, it's incredible to be here. Last time I was here, I was celebrating the launch of my book, Speak. And now to be one of six incredible women featured as the forces of fitness for amazing. women's health. It feels pretty surreal. I I was picked on and teased for the way that I looked as a kid. And this shoot was for younger Tunde to be celebrated in my body for my flaws and all. It all in all, it is for every single person who has never felt comfortable in their own skin. Ah, I love really that. incredible. Love well it. Said. I know. All right, so you're gonna show us uh, by jumping right into this workout. We've got some yeah. NBC staffers. Uh, so let's just get to it. All right, so this is a quick 10-minute workout that you can do at your home for arms and core. All you need is music and some dumbbells. We're gonna start right, okay. with grab your weight. We're going to start with our arms and then we'll finish this workout on the floor. We're going to go from into some bicep curls to hammer curls. So in a bicep curl, your palms are facing up towards your shoulder. And then you're going to come back up and flip your grip so that your palms rotate and face inward on the way in. So this is a really great way to maximize on time, targeting both heads of your biceps. You're doing great. Oh, thank you. And in a I've, suit. I'm, I'm wildly impressed. Yeah. Does it matter how heavy they are? So I would recommend anything from about 5 to 20 pounds. We're working with a little 
little lighter dumbbells today. I don't want to break too much of a sweat in our, our beautiful attire. But I, <laughs> I'd recommend about 10 to 12 okay. um, of the bicep to hammer curl. From there, we're going to go into an overhead extension. This is going to target oh, the gonna... back. This, Yeah, now you feel it. Woo. This is going to target the back of your arms. So make sure to keep your elbows rotated in, almost framing your hairline. Wonderful. And Tinder, how far do you go back when you do this? I'll try this at home sometimes and try to figure out, like, what's the right point? You're killing. I would say you want to keep your hips tucked. So once you start to notice that your hips are flaring, maybe you're going back a little bit too far. I should start working out of my dress I know. This I is feel a good strategy. Right? You start to feel yeah. it quickly, right? Yeah. Even the light dumbbells will attack you too. Yeah. So same thing here, about 10 to 12, uh, before you move on to our final arm movement, which is an L-ray. So this is going to target your shoulders, specifically the front and sides of your shoulders at the same exact time. Mm. Core, stay strong. I know. Stay tucked. You know nice, what? Right? It's Staggering. one of those things where we have no excuse because you can do this at home. You can you know do it I mean? at home. You yeah. can do it at the airport. You can yeah. do it while you're waiting for your laundry to, to dry. I say create a playlist, three to four songs. And again, you can bang this out really quickly in a matter of 10 minutes. So we're going to put okay. our dumbbells down. So those, those first three movements, 10 to 12 reps three times through. Okay. We're going to finish out with some core. Now, uh, advanced version, you can hold on to a dumbbell. Feet are planted on the ground. We're going into a Russian twist. We're gonna twist from right to left. So from side to side. Now, if you're like my guy, Peter, who is on his Peloton just about every single day, this is easy well. for him. And so Peter and I were gonna pick our heels up off the ground. Was this a progression to this see movement. If I could do this. Very nice. Ooh, yes. Working from side to side. You know who's appreciating you saying that? My wife, who knows that is not. <laughs> who knows that is not. True. You gotta wear the the badge, right? The Peloton badge. Oh, girl, how long are we supposed to wear? So we're this? here for 30 seconds. We're gonna fast forward. This is like a yeah. This is a fake 30 Five. seconds. You're gonna set your dumbbells down. We're gonna go into our last and final movement, a hollow hold. So back is completely flat on the mat. It's so flat that even an ant couldn't crawl underneath you. So we're gonna pick our left foot up. Nice. You can tuck your hands underneath your booty. Right heels come off the mat. Head, neck, and shoulders lift off the mat. The higher your feet, the easier this will be. Oh. The lower your heel to the ground, the more challenging this that will be. And we're gonna hold this. We're gonna light our fire. We're gonna okay. hold this for 30 How seconds. How you doing, Sunday? Walk up, thank you. So we have a, we have a like commercial. <laughs> I want one of those milkshakes. No one was. Why was I offered the milkshake? The milkshake sit for three, for two, and one. Sit it up, everybody. Great job. I think I'm stuck. How do you feel? I actually feel really good. That's just right? good. I feel like I we did that. something. I Hopefully know. you did it with us as well. Thank I you so we, much. I hope we got another milkshake. Our workout Ooh. partners, thank you guys so much. Thank you guys. Are you so happy you joined us? Yes. We have See? some milkshakes for you right in the back. <laughs> and congratulations, seriously. Thank you so much. Is it bad that I can't breathe? Sorry. <laughs> I know, okay. I am out of breath. All right, coming up, the category is Jeopardy Champ. Amy Schneider is live to tell us about her historic run on the show, and we'll put our trivia knowledge to the test, too. And then later, uh, we're eating again. Cal and I had a smashing good time in the kitchen. We are going to share one of our family's favorite weeknight dinners that's so easy you can make it tonight. We'll be right back. Tunde, that was fun. I know. So fun. 
We are starting the week with some Jeopardy-style trivia. Are you guys ready? Our next guest is the most successful woman to ever compete on the iconic game show. The answer is, who is Amy Schneider? She won 40 consecutive games, the second longest winning streak in the program's history. Wow. Well, now Amy is releasing her first book titled In the Form of a Question, The Joys and Rewards of a Curious Life. And it hits shelves tomorrow, and she's here to tell us all about it. Good morning to you. Good morning. So tell me why now? Why did you decide to open up in this way? I, you know, I mean, I did not expect to become a public figure. It happened, you know, very suddenly. Um, and when I did, I realized that I had just been sort of, you know, I, I was these little 10 second anecdotes on Jeopardy mm-hmm. and people were just seeing this like little slice of myself. Mm-hmm. And I thought that, you know, I wanted to show more of myself. And especially as, you know, I knew that in the Jeopardy audience, I was like a lot of people's first you know, encounter with a trans person. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to, you know, give a a complete story of what that experience is like, because it's something that, uh, you know, many of us, like, I was not raised with any understanding of that. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's a story that needs to be out there, and there, there's not time on Jeopardy to, to share it, so mm-hmm. I was excited to get to. Yeah. So you, well, that's important, the, the lesson that you're teaching a lot of people right now. You have obviously answered a lot of questions, but one of the toughest questions for you to answer, I understand, is why'd you, how are you so smart? How'd you get to Ooh. be this smart? Why is that such a tricky one? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, part of it is that uh, you know I grew up like I do just have a good memory like I, that's just sort of genetic and I'm lucky and you know I had a lot of like envy and like from fellow students growing up I just mm-hmm. got good grades I do well on tests um, but I eventually came to realize that when people ask me why I'm so smart you know as a grown up they're not being like resentful or defensive they just want to know how they can genuine be, wow. yeah how right. they can know more things yeah. yeah and then when I thought about it I was like yes the memory is helpful. But I was also just raised by parents who encouraged me to like learning things, to mm-hmm. be interested in knowing more stuff. And so ultimately, like, the reason I know so much stuff is because I like knowing it. I yeah. like learning yeah. new yeah. things. It's interesting. It's a hobby. Yeah, right? it like, absolutely is. Yeah. Um, you were alluding to it earlier, but the fact that representation mm-hmm. is so important on TV. But you, you also say that you being on the show helped you as much as you're helping people watching. Mm. How, how so? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I for a while, first after transitioning, I thought I could never be on TV because mm-hmm. I was too uncomfortable with myself and, you know, getting getting used to my new presentation and everything. And I still, you know, going into when I was going to be on TV, I still had a lot of, like, negative thoughts sure. about myself, mm-hmm. negative thoughts about my self-image. And then being on TV for, you know, 40 nights. There's nowhere to hide. Yeah. yeah. It's like, this yeah. is it. You know, and and it was just, it forced me through that. It was throwing me in the deep end. And it was fine, mm-hmm. you know. And once I saw that, I was like, oh, maybe I'm actually okay. Hey, Amy, yeah. talking about throwing us into the deep end, can we try this for a second? Will you play our Jeopardy host? We have a little Today oh, trivia. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know the questions yet, but we're going to be your contestants if you'll just lead the way for us. Oh, yeah. No, I'd love to. And okay. this is okay. like... Do you guys have buzzers? Like, <laughs> no. Okay, we'll raise. Fine, yeah. go no, for this it. This is going to be great. It's, I, I love having the answers on the card. <laughs> right, it's, I know. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, so I'll, I guess I'll take... Today trivia for 200. Yes. All right, there we go. This musical was the inspiration behind Alan Craig's Broadway-themed Halloween costume. Uh, yes, Dylan. I will say Hamilton. What is Hamilton? Uh, there you go. Jeez. That is correct. That was a near miss. <laughs> I know. Sorry. I forgot. I forgot what we were doing. I love that. All right. All right, for 400. For 400, please. Uh, let's do it. This Today host was born in Santa Monica, California. Uh- 
Yes. Who is the Carson Daly? <laughs> that, oh, I thought it was correct. you. No, no, no. I'm Oakland, California. Uh, I'm where Amy's from. That's right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Do I take one? Yeah. You, let's do it. Uh, the answer, right? Oh, yeah. You should take it. Me, oh, right. Okay. I'll have a daily. <laughs> I hope for the daily double today for 600, please. <laughs> All right. This band kicked off the 2023 City Concert Series. Oh, my gosh, Dylan. Oh, am I the only one that watches this show? Who who are the Jonas Brothers? Oh, Oh, that is correct. I just didn't know that they were all the the weekends flow together. Can we do another one for 800? (laughs) I'm just going to keep running the table. This is fun. Okay. (laughs) Today aired its first broadcast in this year. I'm going to let you guys guess. I know this answer. All right. I'm going to say what is 1956? No, incorrect. Close. You try. You try. What is 1955? Oh, no. What is 1952? That is oh, correct. That so is the one. Yeah. All right. Oh, All right. for a thousand. For a thousand. Last, last one. one. Last one. Last one. Last one. Keep this run going. This monkey appeared on air during oh, the early um, years come on, of today. Um, I forgot. I'm like, yeah, trying to blank on the name. Um, <laughs> I've seen this picture. <laughs> what is it? Yes. Who is J. Fred? Muggles? Muggles. <laughs> Well, Mug- I know it's close. Who are the yeah. muggles? Amy <laughs> Schneider, we're so glad you're here. We're you're embarrassed by our performance. I was just about to say, oh, I'm being well, sent home. Like, fantastic. That was so awesome. Fire Amy, fire. thank you so much. Thank you. It's so yeah. funny. So many of us watch Jeopardy and we're like, oh man, maybe we could know some. And then you get there and you realize it's a lot harder. Yeah. <laughs> they don't generally have this detailed today's yeah. trivia on. But, uh, yeah. maybe Amy, thank you. Maybe Again, the book in the form of a question is out tomorrow. All right, coming up, I'm cooking with Cal and sharing our family spin on a winner winner chicken dinner. Mm. Do we get to try it? Yes, we do. This morning in Cooking with Cal, my little sous chef and I are sharing a classic recipe. It's perfect for a quick weeknight dinner, and we even made it gluten-free for Calvin. Take a look. It's another edition of Cooking with Cal. What are we making today? Chicken cutlets with arugula salad. Chicken cutlets with arugula salad. I think we should start with the salad dressing, right? Then we could just set it aside. We're gonna use lemon juice, olive oil, and salt and pepper. Push and twist. Gonna add a little salt, a little pepper, a little more. Okay, mix, really mix, really mix. What I do, I take the full chicken and I like to cut off what's called the tenderloin. Can you hold it and I cut it? Sure, cut that piece up. Where? Cut it off right there. It's disgusting. Okay. Why does it smell so bad? I don't know. It's raw chicken. Now, you see this little piece in here? Yeah. That's the tenderloin. So watch this. I'll stick this through my fork. If you don't like it, pull it out. I like it. Sometimes I'd cut the chicken in half. Yeah. So it's two thin pieces. But tonight, I think we should pound it out nice and thin. Okay. Like that. Have you ever done this? Yeah. And we're going to take something heavy, and we're just going to smash it. Now, normally, when you bread chicken, you do flour, eggs, breadcrumbs. Yeah, we're going to do that. But because we're cooking gluten-free, we're not going to do the flour. We're just going to do eggs and breadcrumbs. Now, these are seasoned gluten-free breadcrumbs, but we're going to season them up even more. Okay? Okay. That looks good. I'm gonna add extra salt. Wow, how salty is this? Well, the salt makes it all taste really good. 
like this, remember? Now, when you do chicken, you gotta keep a wet hand and a dry hand, okay? Have to dry hand. So this is gonna be my wet hand. I'm gonna do it, because I don't want you to touch raw chicken. So I'm gonna use my wet hand for the chicken and the egg. And your dry help. <laughs> I'll be my dry guy. Yeah, Let's... I'll be the dry guy. Go on there. Okay. Down. Yeah. Does that hurt? Nope. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Take it out. Seems like a lot of salt, Calvin, but this is what makes it taste so yummy. Just a little dressing. Okay, now toss it with your hands. Toss what? Just go whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. I remember this. Okay, now put our chicken here. Perfect. No, we're all on top. And then, to make it look fancy, watch this. You just take a potato peeler, and you just... Can I do that? Sure. There we go. Do you love it? For these recipes and more, head to today.com slash Isn't that yummy? This is delicious. And that's gluten-free. I liked how you got rid of that little weird thing on the tenderloin, because we always right? like tear it in half by accident. I know. And it's always like that weird thing. Once it's cooked, you don't want to chew on it. Mm. But um, Katie actually used gluten-free breadcrumbs. I was just this. about to say, and you'd never is, know. You would never know. No. There are some people who would think if it's gluten-free, it's not going to taste the same. Mm -hmm. This is delicious. I love And the little salad on top on just makes it nice and fresh. Yeah. My boys didn't eat the salad, so. I want to do like a top five or something. Because this okay. will be in the top five. Well, thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank Delicious. you very much. So try the recipe. And we'll be right back. This is very, very good. good. And easy. Thank you, Cal. So. You know what's good when we still have our plates. <laughs> I'm so glad you like it. They don't serve this at the White House. I'll take this back to D.C. with me. I love well, it. Thanks for being here, Peter. Tomorrow in the third hour of today, we have Elizabeth Hurley. Up next on Hoda and Jenna, Mindy Kaling. <laughs> have a good Bye -bye. day. Bye-bye.